three, two, one. Burp on command. <laughs> dude, remember that bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fuck, fuck. dude. You people either loved it or fucking hated it. Um, it was very divisive. Guys, it was divisive, and it was deci- it was decisive as well. Yeah, you know it was. what I mean. Deciding mm-hmm. to make those kind of choices as an artist, yeah. as a creative, and it was as, culturally as a comedic impactful. mastermind. Yes, culturally, it was a snack. Yeah, <laughs> it was a snack for the culture. You guys, welcome back to Beyond the Pine one eight eight one eighty three. Did you say this five? Shit. This shit is flame. Oh, Nate. Everybody did. I have a cut on the inside of my mouth. Dude, we had a good podcast today, man. Mm-hmm. You know, James and I talked, we touched on fucking pop culture, man. BK and happy happy Women's International Women's Day. Happy and I mean, we touched Women's on BK Day. being a bit of a big cuck. Being a bit of a pervert. Being a big pervert, dude. Big, Burger fat, perv. greasy fucking pervert, dude. More like pervert king. Pervert king. That's what they've actually called me out there. Well, just a pervert at the, at the drive-thru. They called you that. Yeah. Burger King did. Yeah. Huh. I was ordering. So seems like, like, you wanted a burger pervert? <laughs> and I said, excuse you, tight. wipe your ass. I'll take chicken fries. I'll take the chicken fries. Spicy. Ooh, chicken oh, fries. Do they have chicken fries still? I don't know. But I don't know if I want to go to Burger King. I'll go to Burger King with you. <laughs> I had McDonald's yeah, last night. Can I say this before? I know the way I already ended the podcast. Can I say this? Last yes, night, dude, of course. I ordered McDonald's and I got a Big Mac and then I saw options and I, oh, added I- bacon? I didn't add bacon. Fucking come on, man. Get real. Okay. Fucking get serious. All right. Sorry. So I added more Mac sauce, Ooh. ketchup, mustard, and I think that's all. Sick, dude. <laughs> oh, but it was the best Big Mac I've ever Isn't had. Isn't there already life. ketchup and mustard on it? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just fucking Mac sauce, man. But it was just fucking, fucking pooping. It was. So you just added a bunch of sauce. Just a bunch burger. of sauce. Yeah, it was nice made and it wet. wet. Yeah, okay. I made it wet, dude. I Great. made it wet, and I fucking had a small strawberry milkshake, and then I had stomach aches in the morning because it was mm-hmm. at eleven or twelve at night. Of course, so and you're gonna wake up to an emergency. And but you know what you got to do? You got to handle that emergency. Big poop. And then you live your life. Got to have a big poop. Got to have a big old poop. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. You know what I mean? Right, James? Yeah, stay tuned. This shit, this one's wild. Oh, we went off the rails. Oh, they're never going to let us live this one down. Nope. Do you know what date is today? Um, it's January first. <laughs> Absolutely incorrect in every way. Oh, it's International Women's Day, man. Is it really? Yeah. Internationally, it's International Women's Day today. They do that. They all do it. I'm just kidding. Them. I'm just kidding. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. What so do we do? We're recording on Monday. It's International Women's Day. Wow. The podcast is going out Wednesday. So today, you do something. you're watching this as an International Women's Day, but, 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 but today is International um, Women's Day. What are we, how do we celebrate? Quick shouts out to all the women in the world. We respect you. You matter in every single way. Oh. I mean, you're equal in every single way. Yeah, that's how um, I think. James thinks like most ways you guys are equal, and then the other. I'm way. the one who said it, man. Right? Yeah. Never mind. No, I. Come on. We're on the same page. We're on the, like, we're on the same. I don't page. know if we are because it seems like you're doubting me. Oh. Yeah, I did. Are you doubting me? I did doubt you, but I think I was wrong. I think I was totally misled there. Someone By was, what yourself? They're By feeding who? me. They're feeding who misled me. Misled you? They're feeding me lines. Line. You're special. You're important. Carry on. That was the line that you were fed. <laughs> you're special and important. That's so cool. I love that, man. Yeah. International Women's Day. I wish there was something you, we could do for International Women's Day to just. Um, I'm sure there do is. Something. And we're just two dumb, dumb boys. fucking cum dumpsters of a boy, man. Yeah, but we love you. We and love you, over woman. here at Beyond the Pine. We we appreciate you and we support you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we support every... And we recognize everyone. our male privilege, you know? Yes, we do. Our white male privilege, we recognize it, and it's important to recognize that. Right. And... Come on, <laughs> dig deep, bro. Dig deep. And, um, dig deep. 
anyways, I just wanted to know. What's your name and number? W- would you date me? <laughs> Happy International <laughs> Women's Day. Do you date me? <laughs> Do you remember Bobby Bottle Service? No, what? You don't know Bobby Bottle Service? Who's Bobby's Bobby Bottle <laughs> All right, real quick. If you know Bobby's Bottle Service, just let me know in the comments. Let James know in the comments. Let James know in the comments if you remember Bobby Bottle Service. Back in like 2008 or 2009. Well, which um, one is it? One of the two. Okay. Them, cool. Nick Kroll. You know Nick Kroll. Dave Grohl? I'm sorry, man. I'm having a... I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> I don't know who Nick Kroll is. You don't know who Nick Kroll is? The comedian. Oh, 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 oh. He's, um, dare I say, tall, little... <laughs> Somewhere between tall and little. <laughs> Somewhere he's tall. He saw he was on Vine. He was a Viner. He's Man. really funny. I don't know if for a, I would for a Viner. A he's Viner. He's a comedian. Who was a Viner? He's a first. Comedian and, and an actor. Viner who became a writer. Canadian comedian. <laughs> he, well, he, he was a Viner first. Canadian wasn't he? media. A really no. funny guy. He, he probably a, vined. He wasn't a Viner first. I think he was. I promise you, he wasn't. How do you promise that? I can guarantee it using How do you, public you records. Pur- pull it up. Pull it up. Nick right. Kroll. Nick Kroll. Here's the thing. Born, Born June I wonder 5th, if we're talking about the same guy. 1978. We're probably not. Um, nope, we're not. Him, but you recognize him. Nope. Fuck. Okay, anyways. So Nick oh, Kroll. he does a Big Mouth thing. Yeah, he's the, the creator of Big Mouth. Oh, yeah, dude. He's probably not even on Vine. <laughs> He's Viner first. I'm thinking of... Right? You're thinking of any other person on not, Vine. No, you like this guy, too. He does stand up, but he was a Viner who is really funny and does stand up. You guys in the comments, if you know if you ever seen Nick, what I'm talking about, talk about that. Fuck, man, you can't... Look, you give... You I ask give for take. help. It's given to You take. ask for help. You say, guys, who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of this video. It had to do with climate change. And I, I mean, it pretty much said it. It could have said anything in the video, <laughs> but let me know if you've, you guys have seen this video. Basically, no clues. Okay, his name's Nick. He was a Viner. He's tall. He's really funny. He made comedy videos too. He might have been in the Saw Dude stuff. He might have been in Simi Valley Bros. Nick Coletti? Nick Coletti. Nick Kroll. Nick Coletti. Yeah, Nick Coletti's the Saw Dude guy. My nickname is has been declared. That's a fucking... That's a fucking... I just fucking had you, bro. Wow, dude. You, but you see Holy what I'm saying? Shit. Both comedians, both named Nick. I guess. And both funny. Nick, short for nicotine. Right. Yeah. So talk so about Bobby Nick Bottle Crow. Service. Right. Bobby Bottle Service. Bobby's Bottle Service. It came service. out right like around when Jersey Shore started to get popular. And he was like, that was like his Jersey Shore character. And he was like all in like the Ed Hardy stuff with the greased hair and stuff yeah. and everything. And he did this video and he was like, Hey ladies, um, quick question: Do you date me? I, I feel like I've <laughs> seen that. Like, and then he's like, "What the fuck?" Do you say he's like, "Oh, excuse me, I was putting Vaseline on my lips to keep him very kissable." Oh, <laughs> it's keep, so funny. Keep him very kissable. Did you kiss me? I have kissed you. Oh, yeah, many times, huh? Let's air that out. I have kissed you. Yeah, We've both kissed. on and off camera. On and off the lips. On and off the lips. Sometimes he'll kiss just the tip of my asshole. Just the, just like the, like, like he'll, the hair. He'll do this. <laughs> what, I, what I do is I mimic your asshole. Yeah, and I'll try to throw him off, it. you know what I mean, and do different shapes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very Trapezoids. Malleable. Yeah. Uh, clip this Parallelograms. Away. Helio, heliocentric uh, helium balloons. <laughs> He'll suck a helium balloon up his ass. And, oh, and, dude, and you should hear my farts when I fucking inhale a helium balloon from my asshole. <laughs> That's got to be a real thing, too. I wonder. If you sucked a helium well, balloon I, up no, through to your ass. Probably not, because I think, I mean, the reason why the helium affects your voice is because you're inhaling into your lungs. And it compresses them, right? And it's your lungs are absorbing helium instead mm-hmm. of oxygen. But it's the compression of your lungs and vocal cords, I thought. I I don't know, man. I don't think it has to do with audio. You're right. And farts editing. are just the 
Yeah, we don't have to actually. Fart, talk about- and farts are just <laughs> farts are just stinky. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have to talk. Why about did I farts. bring that up? What was I going to bring up? Oh yeah, well, speaking of International Women's Day, um, Burger- uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Burger King made the. I think their heart was in the right place, but they made the dumbest tweet ever. Oh no! Did you see? If you're a woman, now's the time to come down Burger King and get the big old fucking woman's burger. <laughs> Dude, happy international <laughs> fucking woman's burger. <laughs> happy this international fucking women's day from yours truly at Burger King. If you're a fucking woman out there, don't you worry. Come on down to Burger King. We're changing it to fucking woman's king's burger meals. Then you got to get yourself a big fat fucking... <laughs> <laughs> a big fat fucking woman's burger with a fucking woman's fry. And while you're out, you get some fucking woman's onion rings and women's underwear. <laughs> oh, man. I no, they tweeted. Coming off as disrespectful and only. Funny. No, dude, you're making fun of Burger King. Yeah, true. Um, oh, hashtag fight for Burger King. <laughs> we stand for Burger King. No, they tweeted, women belong in the kitchen. Period. Oh, no! That's fucking a million people driving away from Burger King at lightning speed, dude. <laughs> and then what they meant by that was if they want, then they responded. If they want if they to. they want to, of course. Yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity p- to pursue a culinary right. career. By telling them that where they primarily belong only. Like the they're kitchen. obviously using that joke, right? That edgy fucking dumbass joke that like women belong in the kitchen, this fucking misogynistic sexist ass joke to It was a headline. Get, you know what I mean? To get like the buzz around it, but then what they're trying to do is Nice. Now Empower Burger King's women. fucking sexist, dude. Seriously. Honestly. I hate it when like big corporations Twitter accounts try to be like trendy or like funny or hip. That's shit. like, you know yeah, they're mean? trying to be like fucking iDubs, dude. He's still it's saying cringy. those words, man. Is iDubs still saying the F word and the N word and all those those goddamn words, man? I don't think I've ever seen anything from iDubs. Oh, really? Back in the day, man, there was a time when edginess was... Um, you know, we hadn't, I don't think as a society, we had come to a comfortable conclusion to not allow that. Um, and there's a whole, there was a whole community that even when it was not okay, he was still getting away with it. And, um, yeah, I dude, think everybody stopped. used to be fucking edgy, man. Edgy was like what you thought was cool, but in reality, yeah. it was just a precursor to incels. It's what, it's what, ever, what we all want to say, but can't say. So we would adore you for being able to say it. And that's so funny. But, um, I mean... Yeah, I just wonder if he still says those words and and if he be, they have such a big fan base that they can't like really get in trouble for it. They can't find those repercussions and then they hide behind um satire, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and no, like I mean, look, satire has its place, but it there has, has to be substance place. behind the satire. You can't Yeah. It, satire implies that there's it's a commentary on society. Right. Right? But if it's just edgy shock value shit with nothing underneath, yeah. Then it's not satire. It's just fucking edgelord shit. I think we've come to the to a point where it's almost not okay at the baseline of satire now. Like the baseline of satire, uh, which isn't, I don't know if it's even considered satire, but like when Steve and I would be making fun of something, and even if it wasn't offensive, this is just a good way to put this into perspective. If you say a joke that was offensive, it's not what you said that was offensive saying say the f word or the n word or something which we wouldn't do but if you did in that context it's not that you said the word and that that word's funny or how that affects the person that that word is being directed towards is funny it's the ignorance of this person that would say that that you're laughing at this like what a fucking dumbass like that's so dumb that they would say that you know what i mean but now with that but but saying those words in general i think now even if it's a, a joke don't say yeah i mean i even look at it like that now like now it's like not but even without that not using like that fucking those harsh words that have no place like it's just hurtful. i I, I know what you're saying yeah like it's like always sunny right where they're terrible people but that's the point they're terrible ignorant narcissistic there has to be more context i'm saying that it's not okay to do that and and we didn't realize that you know a while ago when that's 
what was funny because that was the justifiable point to say exactly. like no it's not this that's funny it's the idea that someone would say that that's funny but now it's like well is that enough for it to really be funny when it's still hurtful you know it's like and the there there is a place there is a place like you said for satire that that uh you know it just ha- says a word that be. would be offensive but it, yeah there has to be a, a, enough substance to the context of 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 why this is funny for it to be funny and not just shock value which like doesn't yeah. play anymore, you know, unless you like for unless you with your one or two friends who who don't give a shit and you're just saying shit, right? It's just which locker is also room talk. Like, yeah, locker room talk, bro. I wonder when locker room talk is gonna cancel get canceled. And it and is canceled. I think, I think there's still locker room talk, man. I, I got, believe. It. I think well, if people it got are listening right now, when Trump just, said, "Right, grab her by the pussy." Yeah, true. Because then now that, that was makes, locker room talk. It's like eye opening to be like, oh man, imagine if people heard what you say yeah, exactly. Doors. I mean, that's. That's and it brings self awareness yeah. to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you gotta—that's why I'm I'm saving myself for marriage. For what? Oh, to really? be able to just say all the words I've always wanted to say. <laughs> never been strong enough to say. I'm just kidding. I respect <laughs> everyone, and I, I would never want to hurt anyone. You know? Wow, dude! I don't know if I believe that. Unless I have to. I don't have to fucking jaywalk, dude. <laughs> Or it's all Don't coming out. Walk. Or it's all coming out. Are you serious? <laughs> Just fucking beep, 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 beep. That's me censoring it. You guys can use your, imagine, imagine, your own imagination. James, I'm quitting in two days. Again. Good. Why in two days? Just on March 10th. You just set a date and you just So fucking... the day the day that this podcast goes out in two days, you will you will have quit vaping. On that day. I believe I am that I'm gonna is the try. first day where I'm not smoking anymore. <laughs> wow. And I've been trying it's and so trying to It's so funny how much you talk about quitting vaping. Um cuz it's a, it's often. Yeah. But then every time I see you you're vaping. Abla. But you know what? Hey, Abla vaping. It's all part of the struggle, man, you know. Everybody's got their vices. Yeah, and I fucking love it, man. I fucking love it so much and uh Me too. But now I don't feel it. And maybe just cuz I've been smoking the shitty titty ones. So maybe that's why. You know what I mean? They're just not, it's not enough. Oh, fuck. You wanted to drop one off on me? I might oh, get a new one today just to fucking go out with a bang, Yeah, dude. finish strong, man. Go get a new one. Get a good one. Get one of these. Yeah. But I've man, had a bad luck to... with those, dude. I've been going to, to fucking the, the place near here, and I even tried a place across the street. And I was getting the, the Lush Ice. But now, I think that Lush Ice got so popular that they were like, fuck, we ran out of Lush Ice. We got to make... We don't even have the, the ability to make the same flavor, but we can make something similar. So they made Lush Freeze, and it's branded exactly the same. It's just Lush Ice, Lush Freeze, and Lush Freeze tastes like a burnt Lush Ice. It's not hmm. sweet. It's shitty. That's why I switched to the uh, Mighty Mint, dude. Yeah, but Brain Freeze, man. Ain't nobody got time for a Brain Freeze, you know what I'm saying? Ain't got no time I for do. no Brain Freeze. You got time for smoke. a Brain Freeze? Who are the ones that we smoked when we had the juice? We smoked Brain Freeze. But then I got over Brain Freeze. because I got brain over Brain Freeze, freeze like, real fast. It had a really weird, it was like a pukey. too strong. Yeah. It had like pukey both flavor. the fruity flavor was too strong and the ice was too strong. So it was just like too strong. I do miss how there was a million different flavors though. That was nice. Dude, the one that I fucking loved was um, Polar Su- Breeze. Super Snake, yeah. You loved super Polar Breeze. Sli- super Slizzard. Super Slizzard. Dude, Polar Breeze was like, it was like... Melon and apple ice. I was working on a flavor actually, mixing a bunch together to try oh, to yeah? get lizard piss. Yeah, I was trying to get cheddar cheese. Yeah, James wanted cheddar cheese, oh. dude. I wanted fucking ranch Doritos flavor, dude. That's what oh, I want, fuck, dude. Dude, hey, if you're eating fucking Doritos in front of me, anyone who's not eating Doritos, don't. Just don't. It stinks. It's so stinky. <laughs> it stinks, dude. It's so stinky. Cool Ranch Doritos, though, they fucking up their game. Now, like, all... You know how Dusted, you'd have a bag? Bro. Yeah, you'd have a bag before, and, like, one of the chips in the entire bag was, like, covered. Yeah. Now, like, most of them are just fucking doused. I know, dude. At that powder. shoot, at that music video shoot, I they had mini... Crafty had mini little fucking Doritos, and I had a ranch one, and I went, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And then we were like, James "Quiet on God. set, we're fucking rolling." Right, right. And I went, "No, Hallelujah to James is God." <laughs> Dude, I think they're I so like, good, man. I think I like. But they're your... so unhealthy. You yeah. like my God? Yeah, I was just gonna say, I think I like your God better than my God. 
Yeah, I think it's the same God. But he's nicer to you. He loves me. He smites me. He loves you too. I don't know. He gives me swirlies. <laughs> he just dude, levitates me. God fucking Drops my fucking head me, in the dude. toilet. Uh, no, no. Dude, sometimes he'll just put a pillow over my fucking head at night and <laughs> fuck. kill me, dude. Dude, sometimes, man, he just puts a fucking water, a water balloon. It's just, just horseplay. It. It's just horseplay, man. He puts horse piss in the water balloon and just drops it on my head when I'm sleeping. And but I, then right as I wake up in, in a fucking, in, in fright, yeah. he just snaps and it's gone. And so I don't even know what's happening. Dude, God gives me pink eye sometimes. And it's so <laughs> fucking annoying. He'll just, I think he's farting over my fucking eyes while I'm sleeping. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, causes an earthquake yeah yeah i'm serious dude i think i'm joking man i'll wake up with a pillow over my head my eyes fucking glued shut man i'm like oh, god you got me again i remember dude the last time i had pink eye um it's when we were still doing sugar pine I right you were eating like, my ass <laughs> that video and i literally like texted bruce and i was like hey bruce i can't come in today man i got pink eye did he say okay or did he go? God yeah, damn it, he James. Said, okay. God damn he it, said, James. We need twenty right. million views a month. Get that fucking. We need pink twenty million fucking million views fucking a day. Twenty dude. fillings in my teeth tomorrow, and I'm <laughs> not going to the dentist. Done? You got to come in, man. I don't care if you have pink eye. Keep your eyes shut. Oh, you got to put those fillings in. That never, and it was I, it was terrible because I woke up and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. How does it happen? It you think probably fucking finger banging no your idea. asshole and fucking fucking your eyes with your goddamn ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Mm. Oh. That was the funniest shit ever, dude. Have I've you ever tell that harder. story? I think so. I, I'm well, positive we have. Again. Yeah, we were at RTX. I think the first year we ever went to RTX, they brought RTX. us to Austin. You know, we were talent. They spared no expense. Remember, guys, we were talent. We were talent. They put us in. We were in this hotel. We were sharing the room. And then Autumn was also in that room with us. So it was me, you, and Steve, and Autumn. And you, you were uh, in the bed next to us. And I think me and Steve were sharing the bed because, um, you know, we like to cuddle. That's fucked um, up, yeah, just because I wanted and to. The, and it was the middle of the night. <laughs> and then you're just like... You can't hear your fucking noise gate. Rub your mic. Rub your mic. It was like this. The noise gate canceled that out even. Really? Yeah, that's all right. Well, you do it. Okay, it was like this. You you gotta set the mood actually a little bit better. So it's nighttime, so lights it's nighttime. are off, everyone's lights trying to off. sleep. We're all trying to go to sleep, but no one's asleep beds. yet. We're comfortable, no one's asleep. Completely We're asleep. awake, just eyes shut, tired. You know what I mean? Loopy we had tired. just finished like having a giggle attack. Yeah. And then you know it's not, everyone. That's the time when like you guys maybe we're talking, we're talking. Then everyone's about to go to sleep, and you hear this. <laughs> Dude, like just scratching your ass and then fucking <laughs> fingerless finger looking good and we would do that fucking over and over again and they'd be roaring dude with laughter roaring dude that'd be a good stand up bit can we turn the lights off please you know what I mean house lights, lights, lights off, off house, house lights, lights off, off please you rub house the mic off. everybody everybody settle everybody settle alright everyone close your eyes Oh, I don't know if that would play. Yeah, I don't know. If stand up at all. Oh man, what the fuck, dude? I no, oh, what I the fuck, dude? That's all you ever say. <laughs> you know what? I'm done with this shit. Fuck you. You don't deserve this. Fuck you. <laughs> Covered in barbecue sauce. Just eating fucking fuck, wings, dude. What have you been up to, boy? Um, chilling. Working. Working, dude. We did our shoot on Saturday. Um, we shot the bus scene for the music video. It was incredible. Um, we had the school bus. So for this music video, um, I've been talking about these music videos I've been working on for this campaign. Um, it's been like the best time ever. It's all going to be released um, end of April on a day called True Colors Day. True um, Colors. We're partnering with this nonprofit called True Colors United which helps with um, LGBTQ and United, and United youth homelessness. That's right. <laughs> United Airlines. <laughs> um, and so, oh, yes, I would love a pizza. Oh, Lauren's I'll take a pizza, Lauren. I'll take a pizza, Lauren. 
Um, so this music video, um, this artist, uh, Jayla Sims, who's black trans woman, she's amazing, ultra fucking talented. So fucking people. like the whole, uh, let me just say this. Jayla from the beginning to the end was so fun and had so much energy and such a good vibe. When everyone's tired by the end of the time, Jayla was just having a fucking blast and made the energy so good on set. I'll tell you that. And it was that same thing on on this uh, shoot on Saturday. We basically just wanted to get another cool scene um, to put in the video because I have the first cut of the video I can show to you. Um, yeah. it's, it's awesome, but just having this extra stuff is gonna make it that much cooler. So we had this awesome bus that was a friend of Leon's. Um, Leon is the, the CEO of the company that we're partnering with for it. He's an amazing, amazing guy. Um, should get Leon on the podcast. hundred percent. I want to get Leon on the podcast in yeah. April. I would love, love for him to explain this whole campaign and stuff. So you guys know like what I've been working on for the past year. Um, that'd be awesome. And so we, we had this bus that's a, a friend of Leon has this bus that's converted. It's like a school bus. It's converted to like a mobile home on the inside, so they live out of it. But it's so sick. Oh, like, it's, it's so sick! Dude. It's like it's amazing. Had a couple um, beers in there. Yeah, awesome. I remember I came in there and uh, <laughs> and it just reeked of weed because Jackson was smoking. And I was like, "Are you smoking weed while you're working, Kiv?" And you're like, "No, dude. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't. I like know weed. you weren't. I know I you weren't. But I was just, I was just and... like." Kib isn't even a smoker. No. I was like, are you smoking right now of all times? Yeah, you need me? <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. So we had the bus. Um, we had fog coming out of it. We had like uh, the Astero tubes with like this rainbow pattern. So like the rainbow colors moving through the tubes. Cool. Like, in the windows. Dope light everywhere. And Jayla had this crazy like outfit on. It was like this big jacket with like feathers and frills on it. Cool. And she had it up. And this like um gold like face mask like a covid face mask but it was like sequins and like dangling and stuff and it was so sick cool um and we just shot like just dope stuff like you just set that scene dope lighting fog like awesome and then just get cool shit mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and it was awesome so we did that on saturday um also did some interviews with like all the different artists and stuff that are that were part of the campaign um and it was awesome i'm just really excited for them all to be finished up and to be released like mm -hmm. it's crazy working on this for like a year now um just you know when you're working on a long-term project you you want people to see it you mm -hmm. want it to go out there and, yeah. and you know all that but it's also cool it's a learning lesson for me just like working on a long-term project knowing that you know you're working on this cool thing but it's gonna come out at this point like it's all planned and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, really excited about it. Really excited about it. And yeah, all, it's all been the money, all, it's all for charity. It's all raising money for True Colors United to help with LGBTQ um, youth homelessness. And um, yeah, it's awesome. It's at Cindy Lauper's uh, nonprofit too. Mm, which is I didn't crazy. know that. That's so yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Wow. So yeah, super so, excited about that. Um, I mean, it, it, unless this is just too much information about it, but um, Leon, does he work at the company, the actual, like, company that's that's doing all this? Well, he works, he has his own company called Sharp Suiting, right. which is, like, a genderqueer, high fashion company. They, they, they're, like, crazy. They've been on, like, red carpets. They work with mm -hmm. celebrities. Um, they go to New York Fashion Week. Like, they're mm -hmm. legit as fuck and, like, amazing suits like leon already is like dude when when you and lauren get married i want to like design a suit for you and i'm like That'd that's be gonna sick. be crazy yeah yeah um and so that's the comp that's his company and so they do a lot of like they're they were a fashion company but also like visual activism and stuff mm -hmm. and so he's been wanting to do more visual activism anyways and doing this whole project he's really kind of pivoted into wanting to do like more entertainment stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, and this was like the the first step and all that. Yeah, because um, what was his uh, his role on set? He's executive producer. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was like doing fucking awesome. He seemed like a season. He was ADing too on set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. I mean, dude, I've learned so much from him in just so many ways. Like he's definitely become a mentor cool. to me, um, which is amazing. Like I, I fully believe you know, in life, whatever field you're in, especially like creative fields. Um, it's, it's so great to have a mentor. 
mm-hmm. to just help guide you and, and cultivate your your creativity and your talent and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very, very blessed and grateful that he's become that for me this, mm-hmm. over this past year. Um, and it, it, it's like it, you can never force a mentorship, you know? It has to just, like, happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what's happened, and it's been great. Um, so, yeah, so Sharp Suiting is the company um, that's backing the whole thing. That's his company. And then, you know, partnering with different um, MPOs and stuff. And it's just been an awesome experience. And Yeah, dude, me, and you've been fucking being able to like, it. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. But also just me being able to lend, like, my work and skills to help empower, you know, um, artists in different communities, LGBTQ um, communities, like P- uh, POC communities, like that's what the whole focus is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really like special kind of first big directing thing that you've gotten to do too. Like it's not yeah. just making something cool and hoping it do it does well, it does well. Um, <laughs> you get to like do something that matters and, and contributes to the fucking world in, in such a positive way, you know? Yeah. Like in so many ways, like it's a really, really cool, important body of work that you're getting to fucking direct. You know what I mean? And, like, I know. I can't flex that it, muscle like, and like, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's my goal. You know, that's what I want to be as a director. And, and the cool thing is now I can actually consider myself a director. Yeah. I've been directing on, on real shit stuff that's yeah real shit that's important and um i'm just really excited for it to go out into the world dude when you fucking direct a james cameron directed film someday (laughs) that's gonna be that's gonna be huge titanic 2 dude yeah james cameron james cameron's james d'angelo's film presents (laughs) this number two since the menace that's so sick dude yeah man stoked I fucking love it, man. Hey, did you and fucking... Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, like, Leon's already, you know, wanting to make so much more stuff. Like, he really wants to make a horror movie. Let's go. And I'm like, dude, that would be incredible. You yeah. Know, like, that's totally a goal to... I mean, I want to make a feature before I'm 30. Yeah. And I think I'm, like, on the track to do that. And I f- it feels Yeah, you awesome just got to stay busy. You got to stay busy. Exactly. Because, and it, that, mm-hmm. you know, not it's not always in your control. But if you can stay busy and you can keep doing things and... You got to keep, keep working towards, like, that goal. Yeah. Even if it's small steps, you know, like, once this campaign's done, like, um, I'm not necessarily going to, like, jump into another big campaign, but just continuously be working on things and, and honing my skill. Yeah, what do you do? Um, after that like when it's done and you want to direct something again you want to direct something cool you want to do like how do directors get work um i mean i i want to like self fund or self like drive my own personal projects too for sure yeah um and you know now i have a much bigger network of people to help with that Uh you know and um it's all about who you surround yourself with you know like Mm -hmm. I've got my crew now pretty much mm-hmm. for whatever I want to make. I know who's going to shoot it. I know, I know who's going to light it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've got those people now, um, which is awesome. So it's just, I'm working on, I have a few different ideas in the pipeline that I want to make um, my personal projects. Um, so it's just kind of, I'm just seeing what happens too. Yeah. You know? True. But I mean, do, are you like in the ring of knowing how, if you wanted to just jump into something, like how does a director do that? The, like even aspiring directors or people who are in similar positions to you who I mean I don't have just finished on a project for and, that yeah um, that's I mean like but, is there even you know what I mean is it is it like yeah a lot well of like, I think I mean a cool thing with with this project when it comes out is that there is a good level of exposure with mm-hmm. it so I mean hopefully that leads to people reaching out to me wanting to work with me mm-hmm, as a director mm-hmm. um, which would be awesome um, but yeah I mean it's Cause I'm not sure, you know, if I want to continue, if I want to do more like as just work, not my personal projects, I don't know if I want to like do any like commercial stuff or like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, advertising stuff or, um, just working. I mean, music videos is obviously a go-to like working with any artists that I know. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I know that I'll work with you on stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've got another friend of mine whose roommates, are all in a band and they want to work with me on a music video. That's dope. Um, and even the artists that I've worked with on on this campaign, you know, I have 
good relationships with all of them now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we've worked together so they know what I'm capable of. I know kind of creatively what they're into. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's just, you know, like it's planting all those seeds Mm -hmm. and then seeing how they go. James loves to plant seeds, man. Loves loves, James loves Speaking of seeds, oh my God. So it's getting warmer now. And I got my compost going. Oh, baby, James's garden update. We do 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 gardening with James. Gardening with James, 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 James. James. I want to grow some squash. I want to grow some more corn. Oh, squash I is dope. I want to grow some more. Dude, I love squash. I want to dude, grow peppermint zucchini. squash. Peppermint squash. Never had that. Get peppermint squash and you bake it, but you bake it with brown sugar sitting in half of it with like butter I think too and it kind of absorbs it all and then you literally with a spoon scoop it and eat it and it's fucking like pie filling it's so fucking good bro hell yeah I love it it's just like my mom used to make you know what I'm saying I know what you're saying man just one second I want to tell you something and I want to say to you watching thank you so much to our sponsor Bespoke Post God we love you and God you should too The curators at Bespoke Post have done it again this winter with an all-new lineup of essential box of awesome collections for guys. Guaranteed to upgrade your life. And I know it's upgraded mine, it's upgraded James's, and it's upgraded Steve's. I have my DOP kit in there. I talk about it almost every time because it's simply my favorite and they just keep coming through. And honestly, more than I or James love Bespoke Post, Nick Nick really loves Bespoke Post. I love this ad. This is my favorite company and I'm so glad you were back. And Nick... You will never be able to be as cool as me. (laughs) Whether it's showcase pieces to level up your indoor hosting skills or cozy threads for those blustery days, Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. And body. And body body i'm on the bespoke post website right now and as you can see there's tons of really cool stuff here this guy i'm all about it this guy i'm even more about it an heirloom level carry-all that's what i'm talking about to get started take the quiz at boxofawesome.com your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you they release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories it's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel at any time each box only costs 45 dollars but It has over $70 worth of gear in it. I think we're seeing a deal here. It's huge, and you need it. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter code PINE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code PINE, for 20% off your first box. That's a lot off. That's 20%. So support the show by supporting Box of Awesome, whom we love and hold dear to our hearts. Wow, I'm convinced. Sign me up. Sign him up, dude. Well, you can sign up with code Pine. Oh no! I'm for 20% off your first box of awesome. Thank you, Bespoke Post, and thanks, Box, for sponsoring this episode. So uh, I wanted to ask you if you saw uh, the Whalestock music video. I did. What did you think? I did. Tell I me about it. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I liked the... Like, Super and, simple, mm-hmm. handmade, homemade, was going to go yeah, super Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Like, you told me, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a simple kind of concept. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect. Um, it's cool with music videos... Like you can really do whatever you want to do. You can make them big and crazy mm-hmm. things, or you can keep them really simple. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have like an intentional style that you're working with, then it it it's really whatever you want to do. And I loved it, man. Let's go, um, oh boy. Yeah, dude, it was sick. Um, Thanks, brother. Yeah, I liked the color correction that you had on there. It was like purpley, purple, pinks. It kind of matched the the vibe of the the artwork and stuff too, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was all done by fucking. Nick shot it and fucking edited it. Well, Hallie edited it. Nick colored it and shot it. And they uh, both did like the combination. Great job. She chose great clips and just moments. And I started to edit it. And I was like, I think I've realized I can't edit my own, specifically music videos, because I overthink every shot. Every yeah. single, if there's 10 different options for this moment, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, so I'm really grateful that they wanted to do it, and uh, it turned out great. I loved it. It, mm-hmm. it, it I liked it a lot. accomplished exactly what I wanted from it. It wasn't supposed to be this big, high-budget thing. It was supposed to be very handmade, homemade, uh, run and gun, run and gum, and uh, it was a good time, dude. And people seemed to like it. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. 
Um, and fucking songs doing well. People are enjoying it. And we're rocking and rolling, getting ready for that second release. Gonna when do, are you releasing your second song? Um, there's no date yet, but I need to like plan that this week. So probably maybe five weeks from now, something like that, four or five cool. weeks from now. Um, and then there'll be hopefully a budget because this first one we just kind of released more independently. Um, yeah. And then the next one's going to be, there's probably going to be a budget for music videos. So maybe we'll fucking do something, dog. I'm down, dude. Maybe we'll fucking I'm do fucking something. Down. You know what I'm saying? I would rent, love to. Rent some cameras. I have hire, some ideas. Hire some guns, you know? Mm-hmm. Rent mm-hmm. some guns. Rent and this range. one's going to be tough, so I'd love to hear your ideas. Cool. Because it's going to be, I won't say the name of it, but it's going to be uh, the first one I, I made with uh, a feature. You know what I'm talking about. The only song that has a feature. Is it the Rex? Yeah. Is it Nick? Yeah. That's awesome. I wasn't going to say, but yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, like, yeah. okay, so it's probably Nick. <laughs> probably, it's probably Beyonce. Mm, Maybe Elvis. Be Beyonce. Might be Elvis too. Yeah. That one's coming out next. So maybe I'll send you the song if you want to like think of ideas or something. I already have a couple like concepts in mind mm-hmm. that I think would be cool. Um, just little ideas and yeah. stuff. But yeah, send me the song. I'm, I'm in. definitely down to get it, dude. We'll make something dope. I know we will. I'm excited, boy. I'm so glad it's just all out there now. Not mm-hmm. all, but like it's there. And now I can just keep doing that and keep releasing things and, and just keep fucking, keep the journey going and need this fucking world to open up so I can fucking get out there for no like other go reason. go to a bar. I want to go to a bar. Finally go to a bar, dude. I want to go on fucking <laughs> tour, dude. I can't wait to fucking do some shit. I dude. know. It's going to be you sick. Know? Maybe if you're not doing anything, bro, you take a cut of something and fucking come fucking be my fucking photographer or some shit. Yeah. Make, we could film a fucking documentary or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? I'm fucking down. That'd, That'd be, be sick. sick. You know what I mean? If it was like a three-week tour. Yeah. Yeah? I'm there. That'd be so sick, dude. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. That sounds like a great time. I would love that. I would um, have <sighs> the absolute best time of my life. That's a Dude, guarantee. it would be amazing. I would... Um, Totally steal the spotlight, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yo, it's James. James, dude, we're not on yet. There's three bands ahead of us, dude. You're and a little I'm laggy. Not, I'm laggy. I'm not like on my end. Like you're like behind. Am I behind on your end? No. Am I out of sync? No. Okay, then whatever. Hey, man, that's the way she goes sometimes. Now you're back, dude. Did you have Spectrum internet issues at all recently? I guess you haven't been streaming. I don't know if I have know. Spectrum. You don't have Spectrum? Mm. I don't even know what I have. I might you have, have Time AT&T. Warner, don't you? No. We oh. got rid of Time Warner. We used to have Time Warner, and they fucking blowed. Yeah, I remember they fucking blowed, right? Yeah. I think we have AT&T, but I'm not hmm. 100% sure. We um, might have Spectrum. Because I have a totally separate In fact, I think line. we do have Spectrum. <laughs> Spectrum is great, but like lately with the weather they've been saying, um, like yeah, the speeds the are weather. still lightning fast, like 500 and so down. 23 up i wish we could get more than 23 up but like still good enough um yeah but like it'll be fast 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 streaming 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 and then all of a sudden it like just has issues for like 20 minutes and then it like buffers and it's so delayed for the rest of the stream it's so weird i don't know why Dude, the whole internet fucking industry is such bullshit yeah it really like is the, the companies that provide internet service they're all fucking bullshit they're all fucking like, bullshit like there's so many things where it's like what's it called when um it prioritizes like um, other like how a phone company with yeah. data like if you run out of data or if you or something like even if you have unlimited data they like limit it, it only they limit it to like a certain amount and then after you reach that threshold then they start like prioritizing other people and stuff like that even though you have unlimited data like it's just all this bullshit yeah, that is crazy. I didn't know they did that with unlimited data. Yeah. So they still have this like hidden cap of data? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you fucking cucks. We're like, it, it'll say like you have unlimited data, but then like your shit will start to slow down a little bit. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't noticed. I don't know, it, but I think, but I think I haven't we noticed have some it slow down, but. Oh yeah, we do we actually. Have some callers. We do actually do have some callers. Hello, James. Hello, Kib. Before I get to my question, I would just like to say that I am appreciative of all the content you guys have created. Uh, thanks for being just positive, uh, funny, creative people. 
you guys have helped inspire me to create things of my own, like music and such. And you guys have also helped me with some of my depression and anxiety. Um, So, yeah, never, never doubt what you guys are creating because you have made a difference in my life and probably other people's lives. And just keep up the good work, boys. Now, moving on to my question. Uh, I want to pursue music because I love music. The problem is my parents don't really support that. So how do I chase my dreams without being disowned, I guess? That is a great question. That is a great question. First of all, thank you so much for everything nice that you just said. That means the fucking world. Um, And that we could positively affect you in any way. That means we did our job. Yeah. You know? Truly. Um. So, Kib, you're the music guy. You want to answer that question? Yeah, I've been in a in in that situation. I mean, I was very fortunate to have supportive parents uh, during it, but like, there's still the like, they as parents can support you at a hundred percent and still be like, but if you don't make it at a certain age, I mean, mine were always per- like I would say it's the ma- maximum level amount of support that I could get from my parents. It was like by the time you're 25, if you haven't made it, you know, that's where you reconsider and like things change and stuff like that. But and that was with kind of everything I was doing in entertainment. So with music specifically, if your parents aren't supporting you, I would say, you know, while you live under their roof, um, there has to be this compromise of doing things that your parents find acceptable. Like if that means having a part-time job to make income, and then when you're not doing your part-time job, you're making music and you're you're following your career. You know what I mean? If you're living on your own, then, you know, you just do music. But when you're with your parents, it, there really is, you have to respect them and their household and their rules. And, and you know, so you kind of just have to find that compromise. And it could be a sit down conversation and be like, hey, I want to do this, but I also understand that, you know, maybe you don't think that that'll happen or it's unrealistic, whatever. And I, I understand that. Um, so, you know, you, you could find a way to make them happy and also do what you want to do until you're able to support yourself and live on your own. And then just fucking chase it. But like, yeah, if that's what you really want to do and you know that's what you want to do, then it's worth finding a way to do it. 100%. Yeah. You have, like, I think you owe it to yourself in every way to follow that dream as hard as you can. And I think that goes for everyone. Like, if you have a dream, you owe it to yourself to chase it because, you know, you don't want to go through your life and always wonder, you know, what if, like, Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. ended up working. You know, like I think that happens so often. Oh, yeah. People have these dreams and especially if they're like creative dreams. Um, and then, you know, they might hit some obstacles or some walls that that hit, like send them back a couple of steps. But you got to stick with that because that's like where your heart is, that you have that passion for it. And and you you can't just ignore that shit. Like yeah. you have to embrace it and and make it a part of you and try your absolute hardest to get there. And I think like now more than ever in society like creative jobs and passions are embraced more there's so many more opportunities and avenues that you can take with things that would help you get to that point um but you know having parents that don't support you or understand is a tough thing especially if you're younger um but you know as you grow and mature and and just learn about life and get more experience you'll understand that your parents were just kids that grew up, you know, they probably had their dreams too. And for whatever reason, maybe they didn't reach those dreams or, you know, they realized, okay, well, I can't do that anymore. Let me do something more stable. And now that they're stable, they are like, their opinion on what's realistic is different. It's different than what yours is when you're, you know, you know, in a, in a good way, a naive way. I mean, naive, you're naive when, when you don't know, the repercussions or don't believe it because you haven't experienced it and it's like a good thing and you should live in that and use that and not be afraid and like at the end of the day with this tiny little life that we have you want to feel happy and fulfilled by the end of it and you will feel the most fulfilled if you've been pursuing your dreams you know what i mean yeah especially if you make it at all in your in your dreams and you you know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take wayne gretzky michael scott, michael scott. clay james 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 you know what I'm saying? So truly, like, that's how I feel. I know that, like, I very well know I could go get some fucking shitty job or I could even get a job that I kind of like or work in production or do something that, like, I enjoy and could get by on and live a pretty happy life. But the 
self-fulfillment and like the self-worth that you get from like doing the thing against all odds that you know you love and you feel you were meant for yeah. is just like even when you have like even pre any success at all having none of it this belief in yourself that you have this fire if you don't fucking use it it will fucking go out and if you use it it just feels so good it feels so good to feel like you're doing what you love every day and waking up and and trying even if you haven't gotten there and even if it doesn't work out like at least you fucking tried you know what i mean you'll never and i don't think you should even put a limit on like a point where you've tried long enough yeah, there is and no now, tried long enough. No, like there's, I mean, there's think like of people, people that, that like when they're fucking forty, fifty. Exactly. You know? Morgan Freeman didn't like make it as an actor until he was like over fifty. Uh-huh. You know, like there are same thing. I think with Oprah Winfrey. You know, like there are and they're not are, like one in a million anomalies. They are in the sense of like because most people don't do it, and there's a lot of people doing it. But but like, it's not because it's, they're not able to. It's because they stop. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like they stop exactly. pursuing that dream yes. once they reach an age that they think or that society tells them. You know, you can't do this anymore because you're not young enough. It's like, right. I don't think there's a time limit on that. And these like, people it's who your make life, it, they don't win the lottery. It's not winning the lottery to make it. It's persistence. It's hard it's work and persistence. hard work, exactly. persistence, and getting objectively better at this thing that you love doing to the point where then other people recognize the talent and would yeah. like to use the talent you have to make their thing better. And then you only get better. It's it's You just have to keep doing it and keep getting better and surround yourself with people who are better than you so that you can you're always wanting to get better like mm-hmm. and you just will you will and you'll find yourself eventually doing it and then you'll be like oh yeah i'm kind of doing it a little bit i'm not where i want to be but like 3 years ago i was fucking just wishing i could do it and now like i just made my first 100 bucks off this thing you know what i mean yeah. like and think about you from 3 years ago like about where you are now they you would be stoked you know so like it's perspective hard work and persistence and believing in yourself you know mm-hmm. and we believe in you I sort of do, yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot. <laughs> I sort of do. I mean, I haven't heard any of the music, so I'd love to figure it out. But God, man, you closed out. I know, and I I don't know how to play them all at the same time. With that, like to hit next. You just keep the stream on, and then you just open up the next clip. clip. Okay. Easily. Is this the same caller? Let me check. Hello, chain. That's the same caller. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna fucking go and do this, you guys. Awesome, awesome. Remember, remember this. Is this the right one? Yes, it is. And this media player got it. And oh, I hear a caller. Hey, uh, podcast. Um, sorry, sorry if there's a bit of background noise. I'm I'm driving my car. Um, right now. Uh, but um, I was I was gonna. I wanted to know from you guys what kind. Fuck. I'm, I'm so fucking wasted. Sorry, I forgot what I was gonna He's say. Driving, um, man. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Um, what kind of what kind of jobs did you guys have before you had? Uh... What? First off, why am I four three? That's hilarious. Whatever. Kind of looks sick. Um, what kind of jobs did we have before all this? What kind of jobs did you have before? Uh, James, you want to go? Yeah, I mean, my first ever job was at a sunglass hut. I worked there for several years uh, in college, and it sucked. Um, then I got a job at a restaurant in San Francisco, which was mm. fun, but also sucked. Um, and then I had a an unpaid internship with this um documentary film team at at my college um and then graduated college and then came to la and then i had i was doing some freelance pa stuff and then um that was tough and so then i got a job at a at a movie theater the arc light in hollywood that's dope um and that sucked yeah sucks. um and then i got the job as a pa at sourcefed and then the rest is history baby the rest is history dude and that's a life path man mm-hmm. um mine's a little more boring as far as there's no cool yeah. story i just yeah. did i always did youtube i just did youtube since i was like fucking 15 and 14 or something like that until it was a job and then uh you just kept kept doing it man and i've had little odd jobs all all in there sprinkled in there in production and and stuff like that so hey pretty boring life i have man fuck 
Okay, so oh, we're getting another caller. Oh, hello. We're calling to speak to Stephen Setic for an urgent message pertaining to the expired warranty on your 2015 Jaguar F-Type Coupe. We can offer to extend your warranty and carry on your extended coverage for additional drivers Sib and Jane at the lowest cost. Additional coverage for cum stains and rollovers are available. If you're interested, then please stay on the line so we can connect you to the next available agent or okay. press 69 to be removed from this calling I list. I don't know how I got this call. All um, right. You know it. The next available agent will be available in one minute. Dope. This is amazing. <laughs> wow. Hello. Thank you for holding. This is Joe. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Hello? Hi, Joe. It's us. Hello? Joe. Hey, Joe. Hello? Is there anyone there? Joe. Can you hear us? Hello? Yeah, Joe. I think we're going through a tunnel. Fuck my ass. Thank you, Joe. That wow. was a treat, man. That was that amazing. was a well fucking, done. At first, I thought somehow someone got a hold of audio that Steve actually received from the dealership. Maybe he played it on like a stream or and something. Just sent it. And I was like, "Yeah, fucking, let's go!" Oh, we're getting another call. Hi, James and Kib. Don't worry, James. I will not meme your name. Your name is James. But um, mm, I'm Divya know. from New Jersey, and I've been a longtime fan of Sugar Pine 7. I really do adore the work you guys do. Oh, I love the you. podcast so much. It makes me so happy. It's the highlight of my week. But um, my question for this call is to Kib mainly. I watched the music video for Left the Car Running, and I listened to the song so many times, and I absolutely adore it. But um my question is just, can you share some behind the scenes stuff about the music video process, about the song making process, about mm. how you came up with the name Whales Talk? Why is it called Whales Talk? Just some more information because I'm so intrigued and I just love, I love what it. you're doing. And you. also, I I don't mean to offend you by saying this. It's just the thought that I had. Um, but when I was listening to the song, especially the chorus, I thought it could be really good for like a TikTok trend. I know TikTok no, has dope. this weird stigma around it nowadays. Um, but um, I feel like that song would be a good TikTok sound for people to play their like memories, good memories with their friends or something. That's awesome. This is a genius idea. And like it could be a cool trend. I don't know. could be a marketing thing for you guys, but... That's all I had to say. Thank you for answering my call. <laughs> that was so sweet. That wow. was amazing. That was adorable. That's uh, a great so idea. Much. That's a fucking fantastic idea. I was just like, hired. Hired. <laughs> you have to give them a cut. You're hired. That's that was that's an amazing idea. I like I already um had that in mind. It, with the TikTok stuff, like that's something you think about too after you make a song. You don't want to like go in unless you're like, let's make a TikTok fucking yeah. bop. But like afterwards you're like, just like, like, oh shit, this could be on. This could be like a good. And that's TikTok how you get thing. a million streams, dude. That's it's a really good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's actually like a great vehicle for um, a moment to be used and and help songs and stuff like that. But that was so fucking sweet. I'm I'm so glad you love the song and, and you like the music video and and I appreciate the support a ton. You guys have been fucking killing it. And um, let me think. Can I share a couple things? So with the behind the scenes of the music video, um. One of the hardest things that sucked about it was when we were filming me run, um, Nick was, you know, in the back of a car with the the top up uh, holding the, the fucking trunk open, sitting there holding the camera while I was running, like at like full speed pretty much. It doesn't look like it. When you watch it, it looks like it's like a light jog. I was fucking running. I was running. We had to do it like five times. I probably ran a mile. And I was wearing these loafers barefoot that have like a big heel on them and they were about three sizes too big with a sock stuffed in the front. And for some reason we thought that I needed them because we would see it. But then the shot that we ended up using um, and recording them. the whole time, you didn't even see them. So my fucking legs were destroyed and I'm running, I'm running. I had to like fall to the ground and like lay there for 20 minutes because I have no cardio because I'm fucking smoking these things. So that was a fun little, little behind the scenes thing. And then Nick and I chasing the last little bit of sunlight um, in the desert um, we were running through fucking cacti and fucking just running through the desert. Like, we gotta find the right spot. We gotta fucking go, go, go. The sun's running. Fucking sun's going down. It was great. It was a good time. It was a, it was just a one day shoot and uh, it was a great time. And with the music writing process, 
it's just like, I hold that very close to my heart. It's such a special thing. It's amazing to write on your own, as I'm sure James knows too, you know, like to get it. But writing with Nick was like such a cool experience because it was the first time that like I was able to, I ever wrote with someone in the room and it like, we were just on the same page. We're on the same page lyrically. I felt comfortable, um, you know, production wise, like we just, it just worked so well. It was very like special. And, uh, and, and I don't know if I have any interesting stories to think about that I can think of on the top, off the top of my head, but I will, there'll be lots of stories about things like that, but, uh, yeah. What about the, the name of the band? How'd you come up with Name that? of the band, right. It's the, the short version of it is not interesting because it ended up being, um, Nick's management is someone who I work with, um, with publishing and things like that. And he, uh, one of them, he, uh, has a bunch of names and he's uh like written down from stuff like that because he develops bands and he used to own a label called drive through records and he's just very involved in the music industry and i had a name that i had like you know searched for within and like i wanted it to mean something and i went on like hikes by myself and like swam and like sunk to the bottom of the pool and just like really searched and like went on nature hikes and like looked up and looked at street signs one of them was like florida drive and then uh, then it was Hurts Good. And then um, there's another one. I don't remember, but like I had come to the conclusion. Oh, was it Hurts Good? It might've been Hurts Good. I don't know. I'll remember it another time. But like I had really searched for it with the band and like we were happy with it. And then one day, you know, um, it was, it kind of came up the whale stock and Nick was just like, oh my God, th that's the name, dude. It's fucking incredible. It's exactly right. And I had already like fully accepted <laughs> the one that we had come up with. And I was like, I'm so stoked because Nick is like my green light. Like he knows so much and his instinct is so amazingly accurate and he knows what's good. And I very much trust his opinion. And so him being so excited about it, I was like excited, but I was like, I need to like sleep on it so I can yeah. like get through my journey and throw that away and just like, cool, it's whales talk. But uh, that's the story, you know? I can, it's I made it name. into a fun story. Yeah, I love it. And I can't imagine it being Hertz Good or Flora Drive. Um, I feel like there was another one that was kind of good that I liked. It wasn't Hurts Good, but that's the story, you know? And stay tuned for more stories. And that was very sweet. I think we're actually getting another caller. I think so. Up. Oh. Up. Oh. Here we go. Coming through. Oh, and here it is. And there it is. And there we go. And bop. Hey, James and Kib. My name is David, Hello. and I'm just Hi, calling David. in today because I wanted to uh, make you guys aware of the impact you've had on my life. Wow. So and sweet. I'm Negative sure you've really. heard similar things in other fan interactions, but I just wanted to tell you guys my own story and outlook. So, um, you guys started putting stuff up, like alternative lifestyle stuff up. When I was a sophomore in high school, and that was like right as I was kind of discovering a passion for filmmaking, mm. and um, you two and Steve just making stuff, being friends, just was something that was very inspiring to me. And um, you guys, along with a few other creators that were around at the time uh, were really what made me want to get into film and not like Hollywood style film, but like just mm. run and gun stuff that will make people laugh and smile. Mm. Um, yeah, you guys were kind of what inspired me to take the leap. So long story short, I um, went to an arts high school where I studied film from my sophomore year to my awesome. senior year. And now I am in film school. Let's and go. I'm still making things that I'll show to people and they'll they also know who you are and they will say it reminds them of you guys. Hmm. And I'm not sure if they're saying that like I'm ripping you guys off or if that's a compliment to me. You I think it's probably really ripping us off. <laughs> but I feel like I'm rambling. Anyways, I guess my point today is just that you guys have made a, have had a very big impact on my life. You guys have brought me countless giggles and mm. chuckles with your many goofs on the show and on the podcast. Thanks, man. Basically, what I'm trying to say with all this two minutes of rambling is you guys have had a big impact on my life, and I'm sure many other people's, and I'm sure you guys will continue 
to impact people with how, not with how, but with the art that you guys make, because it's, I don't know, it's just inspirational. I feel like I'm saying that way too much, but mm-hmm. to see you guys just be like, we're going to do this fucking show and then it is good. It's quality stuff. And then you're like, we're going to make music now. And then you guys make good fucking music. Mm. And I don't know. But I don't know what I'm trying to say without just rambling, but you're sweet dog. You guys gave me a lot of confidence. Ow. I just punched my keyboard. You guys gave me a lot of confidence. (laughs) You guys gave me a lot of confidence. Like my formative adolescent years to just like, not care about mm-hmm. what people think and how and just like just to follow your heart and do stuff this sounds so sappy but it's true no, no. for me and now this has gone on three minutes but <laughs> yeah that's it i love you guys you hey, we love you too mean more to me than you know you mean and me. when i heard you, you guys know. were stopping making alternative lifestyle i cried and then when I heard Steve left on the Reddit, I cried. And, um, yeah. And like I said, I gradu- I'm i going to film school and I graduate next year. So if you ever want to work together, let me know. Because I'm sure I could learn something from you guys. Love you, boys. Love you, dog. That was so Thank sweet. You. That, that was, was so sweet. Um, it is. I see now that whole thing. Then you're going to ask us for a job? Yeah, that was so sweet. And then that's what that whole thing was about. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're that amazing. So Look, sweet, it makes bro. us wow. happy to to hear that y- you found something that you're passionate about, something in mm-hmm. life that you want to do, that you want to create, and just never stop doing that. Because, like, like I said with a previous call, like if we've inspired you in any way, then we've done our job, and that's yeah. amazing, and that feels so good for us as creators to make things that people are inspired by or make them feel good or laugh or happy, whatever, like that's amazing. And and you mean the world to us. And like everybody who's still listening and watching, like you mean the absolute world to us mm-hmm. and um, never stop chasing that dream. Yeah. If you get anything from today's podcast, it's, it's yeah. Don't, don't fucking quit. You know, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And that's such a cliche tropey thing to say but we're living proof of it you know you can do whatever the fuck you want to do if you believe in yourself and you just keep fucking doing it and you do whatever yeah. it takes mm-hmm. and that's it and that's one thing it, at a time one step at a time i say that all the time there's a million things you got to do it's lateral it's yeah. one thing at a time and you can exactly. do all of those like you know you know you set a big goal for yourself and then you take the little steps to get there you can't just do something huge overnight you right. can't change or grow overnight. It's it's a process. It's a lifelong process. So just be ready for that, but be in it, you know? Be in it every step of the way. And be ready. faith in you. Be ready, because you're going to get that call. You guys, we fucking love you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for con- your continued support. We just love you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. You know? Thank you to everybody who called in. Yeah. Um, we love having callers now. It's such a it's such it's a fun so part fun. Of the podcast. Because it gives us like a, a better way to interact with you guys and it yeah. like gives us an insight into, you know, how we're perceived and stuff too, mm-hmm. which is great. Um and I mean at the end of the day, me and Kib were podcast hosts. You know? <laughs> at the end of the day, that's all we are. And that's, that's all it, we'll that's ever be. And thing. that's all we'll ever be. And that's probably why I'll never have kids. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyways, we love you guys so much. Thank love you so you. much for watching and listening to us forever 182 that was wasn't it this is 183 183 you guys if you do want to be on the podcast and you want to give us a little call you can leave a voice memo any kind of voice note and you can send it to beyond the pine mail at Mm gmail.com for your chance to win a thousand kisses thousand v bucks a thousand v bucks dude (laughs) we'll see you guys Uh, thank you so much you guys big huge thank you also to our sponsor bespoke post thank you for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and we'll see you guys next week bye honey